Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky. Joining me as always, my Polish brother from another mother, Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Thank you all for joining us, family and friends. Uh, if you got any comments, questions, queries, or quips, post them up in the comment section. We'll get to anything and everything over the course of our uh, duration with you today. Uh, and happy June. This is the first Saturday of June that we're doing a recording, and I will not be in the same location next Saturday. I will be in New Orleans, but we'll still be doing it at the same time. It'll still be next Saturday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Polish time. So for everybody tuning in, let us know where you are, what you're doing, how your week was, and if you have seen the new Top Gun, because I've already seen it three times. It's phenomenal. All right. It's phenomenal. I went and saw it by myself, went and saw it with a friend. And then Sandy and I went and saw it with some teachers from her work. And I will go see it. I will. I, if anybody wants to go see it and you're in the Austin, Texas area or New Orleans area next year or next week, give me a call. Send me an email. I'll be your wingman. So I didn't good. see it. I didn't see it yet, but I was, I was at the gym and I had, I had my headphones and some guys were chatting about some film and I didn't know which one. And one guy said some, some stuff about, like, you know, airplanes and so on. And I immediately thought about, you know, Top Gun. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, man, it's so incredible. And he was like, yeah, he was blown away. Yeah. And he said that, yeah, he already saw it twice because uh, he went uh, for the first time with his uh, wife. And the second time he took his uh, children with him. Yeah, and he he's hooked, and he's now like promoting the film the heck out of it, out it's of the gym. So good, and like I, like I mentioned last week, I am a huge fan of the original. Like it's one of my top five favorite personal movies ever. I will turn it on, watch it. I mean, I watched it twice before the the new one, like in preparation for the new one. I watched it twice on its own, um, and so this one I had heard a lot of good things. It delivers. Like this is how. You can tell the people that made the movie actually care about the original movie. They care about these characters. They're not going to like shove Maverick off to the side and say, oh, he's the old fart. We're going to bring up some new young hot girl and put Maverick in his place and tell him he's this womanizing Lothario that should feel bad for what he did. None of that shit. Like he is still the best of the best. Kicks everybody's ass. It is so good. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It is an absolute. Everybody go see it. It's awesome. I wish this is what the new Star Wars movies would have been. Uh, and they didn't neuter Luke Skywalker and betray the the awesomeness that was Han Solo and Leia and all in this new trilogy because they totally shit on Star Wars. The new Top Gun is everything that Star Wars should have been. It is it is that good. You know what? I had this uh, question going on. Do would you like to see like a series on the Netflix or somewhere in the like a streaming you know uh, platform like a Top Gun series? Those kinds of things. No. No, I think it's good for just the movie because I've seen how some of these things and, you know, granted, a lot of this is what the way Disney has taken Star Wars and all the Marvel stuff and the little series they've done. They're all garbage. It's just content for content's sake. There is not, you know, deep thought into this. It's just, hey, it's, it's kind of like people that put up a YouTube video every day. It's here's here's some more drivel for you to, to watch. There's not really that thought, attention and care that goes into what this huge buildup over 36 years between the original Top Gun and the sequel that we got now. Um, so yeah, no, I don't want to see a series of it. I don't want to, I don't need to see the backstory of Maverick's childhood or his grandkids or anything like just please leave it stand for what it is. We had an awesome original movie. We had an awesome sequel. 
don't ever touch this franchise ever again. Leave it alone. You got you struggled twice. Don't fuck with fate again. Just leave it. <laughs> so, but I, I might do an official. I've never done a movie review before, but I feel strongly enough about this movie, and I'm nerdy enough about it, and I just love like military aircraft so much that I might just like get get on the phone. Like my brother is the same way as this. Um, I, like him and I just might hop on and, and just do like a 15 minute rant about how awesome this is once he sees it. So, uh, yeah, Philip already also watched watched the the movie. He has not yet. He's been in town with my dad since my dad had surgery on Tuesday. So he's been down there with my mom and sister. And we'll be going down there. We're leaving Tuesday night of this week to head down there. So he's hopefully going to see it today because he's heading back home to Alabama with his wife, where his wife and kids are tomorrow because he's got work on Monday. Oh, yeah. So, by the way, everything went good with the surgery? Yes, the surgery went well. Uh, he went in at like 7 o'clock this past Tuesday morning. So for all the pre-op stuff, nine o'clock, he went under. My mom called me at 11.30 saying, hey, everything's good. The, he went through. The doctors feel really good. They just had to do one bypass. There was a chance they might have had to do a couple more, but they said everything else is, is doing really well. Uh, surgery's well. He's obviously sore as shit now because they you know, had to slice him open. They had to crack the ribcage open. Hey, Robbie. Hey, good guys. Good morning. They had to uh, crack his ribcage open, do all that fun stuff with the bone saw and they went and operated into all the bypass stuff uh sewed them back up apparently they don't use stitches they use like meat glue to put your skin back together after uh open heart which i found the, the weirdest kind of thing mm -hmm. um but they did that so he's been in he was in icu the first day and a half and now he's in his regular patient room and they're thinking he'll be discharged his kidneys got a little wonky yesterday um but he will be hopefully heading out looks like monday now once his blood sugar levels and kidneys uh stabilize with everything so yeah the man plan. i thought you weren't you gonna be at a wasn't there an expo or something this weekend robbie or uh, next weekend next weekend okay i thought that's what you had this i thought i thought there was a, a thing this week for it Are there bashing like nuts, right? yeah 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 what is it uh he's back not bash What is what is a nut bash? It's uh it's kind of a like expo get together uh industry people that is organized by nutrition corners. Um, oh, okay, Doug Miller's. Doug uh, Miller's, yeah. It's not really a core event. I think it's nutrition mm -hmm. corners event where they have like everybody flying from all over. It's going to be Jay Cutler, I think. Everybody's going to be there. Um, Mark Lobliner, Mark Glazier. Uh, fitness informant that's from what I saw like there's going to be a bunch of people so it's a pretty big event I mean we were invited last year but I think they canceled okay yeah because I thought what was I going to say so it's kind of like Aries nutrition event or the uh no, the block party the, that they have or whatever um yeah but this one I think is obviously older I think this has been going on for a few years now okay and I think it's a lot bigger um a lot bigger I mean you have yeah. just it's a massive event Is it, do you think, I guess we, we can make that this a segue for we'll get off, or actually, have you seen Top Gun yet? I just watched it last night, and it was funny, actually, Dr. Hector Lopez was in the movie theater with me. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so that, was, uh, that was pretty funny. We were leaving the theater, and he gave me a hug. It was, uh, we chatted for a few minutes. Great guy. I really like him. Um, the movie itself... I mean, honestly, this might surprise a lot of people, but I was never like a fanatic of the first one. Mm -hmm. I never thought it was like as great 
masterpiece as everybody thought. Yeah. I thought the the soundtrack was great. Um, I thought the performances were great. I mean, it's a good, great movie, but just wasn't for me like all that. Yeah, I think that this is one of those maybe rare occasions, like really rare, where the sequel is better than the original. I've heard a lot of people say that. I, I love like the, the. I was telling Lucas before before you jumped in, uh, like the original Top Gun is one of my five like favorite movies of all time. I'm not saying it's like Citizen Kane, Godfather worthy or anything. Yeah, like no, that. no, but I can but see it. I mean, for what, what for what it's worth, it, it, it's a it's a great movie. I always liked it. I mean, yeah. liked it a lot. It's among the very best ones, and I could always recognize the um, the, the the I guess the the masterpiece that it is, especially considering how it was released. But this one is, uh, it just, you know, it just kind of solidified Tom Cruise, I think, is this major, major mega star. And again, I'm not even a Tom Cruise diehard fan. I'm, I admire him. I like him. But he's not like my idol or anything like that. But when you look at him, I mean, the guy is like five, five or five, six tall. And uh, you know the the charisma and the persona and and and, and the the aura that he carries himself. You know, I mean, yeah. he's bigger than life. And at fifty nine, to look the way he looks, you know, a lot of people said, "Oh, plastic surgery and this." And it doesn't matter. The guy's in great shape. You have to admire that. Obviously, it requires a lot of work. I mean, there there is a sequence in the movie where he plays ball with a bunch of youngsters. You know, young enough to be his children and he plays ball with them and to be honest with you you won't be able to tell the difference where it's like an older body and a younger body he gives them a run for their money his presence is astonishing uh you know there are no like those special effects where everything is cartoonish these are actually the real planes and they flying them and i mean it's the real deal i thought uh, i i thought it was unbelievable i mean uh, I saw actually when we got up and we were leaving the theater, at least three or four men were crying, like they got so emotional. And There's some heart tugging moments in the movie. There, there yeah, definitely. Are. It, it, it's it's great, and the way they fucking tied the second one, I highly recommend everybody who even watched the first one, watch it again just before you watch the second one. Yeah. Because the way they tied it together is just unbelievable. Whoever wrote the script, I have to look it up is a genius it's it's a great great fucking movie i mean i hope they're doing a third one because i'm in yeah i mean the guy that was i don't know how much of it he did but i think he's kind of got like the, the main headline credit of it he's the one that wrote the last mission impossible movie too and he's the one writing the next two mission impossible movies so him and Cruz have got like some some special well, sauce that, that that's the interesting part because uh Top Gun, I mean, the sequel, Maverick, smashed all the fucking records, and they're not even considering as of yet to do a sequel, which is very, very strange, considering, you know, they're killing it at the box office. Yeah. And I'll tell you this without giving any details. Uh, the Val Kilmer, I mean, considering his condition and, and everything he's been through, yeah. he's phenomenal. He's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a big part in the movie, but he does have a part in the movie, and it's very substantial. I mean, just wow. Uh, I would go as far as saying this is like a supporting actor Oscar nomination deserves that good. Yeah, it just, I mean, you can tell, and I just told Lucas this, <clears throat> the people that wrote this movie, you can tell they have a genuine care for Absolutely. the story, the, the property, what these characters are. And they they did, you know, justice and honor to those characters um, that I haven't seen in one of these, like, 
retread Hollywood sequels where they try to rip off an intellectual property from the 80s or 90s and redo it today. I haven't seen that at all. And this is nice to see. Like, this is how all those other sequels should have been done. Yeah, I mean, this is something that, uh, like I said, it surprised me. When I heard about Top Gun sequel like, years ago when they started working on it, I was like, oh, please don't. Yeah. You know, because the original is just so fucking good. Despite the fact it's not maybe my top five movie, but it's just that good. Yeah. And the sequel just made it justice. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm going to go and say... I think it actually actually better than the first one. The the first one will always have that originality. Always. Yeah. I mean, you can't fucking beat that. It's like some people argue whether the first Rocky or the second Rocky, which one is better. I can see I can see the argument in it. Obviously, you know, I have my favorite, but I, I could see the argument in it. But uh, you can't beat the originality, the original concept. I mean, there is a reason why sequels do exist in the first place. It's yeah. because the first one was that good. That right. people wanted to see a sequel. Yeah. So I think that that's uh, that's what this one. This one just does it justice. I mean, uh, all the actors, everybody was on top of the game. I'm actually considering watching it second time. That's how good it was. Yeah, they nailed casting. There was no preachiness, no politicization, or you know, that, that's another thing. Absolutely so nice. You know what? It reminded me a little bit. It reminded me a little bit of nine uh, eleven. It mm -hmm. reminded me because, I mean, this is a type of movie where you sit in a theater and you know how divided the nation right now is, you know, yeah. whether it's political, Republicans, Democrats, guns, no guns. I mean, it's just it's fucking nuts. I, it, you, you have a feeling when you sit in a theater watching this particular movie that this is something where the entire audience is together. I mean, I, I know it sounds a little bit like a cliche, maybe, you know, or too poetic, but I'm telling you, this is something, it's like a supplement industry where we would say, and everybody would say, Ghost is the best brand to ever existed. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but I'm saying, <laughs> but, but, but that's like, imagine Lucas fucking in a ghost outfit, fucking jumping up and down and saying, Ghost is the brand of the century, not a decade, you know? That would be something, you know. I would love to see it actually. Maybe on Halloween, Lucas, it's a special request. You wear your ghost outfit. It's fitting. I mean, ghosts on Halloween, they go together. So that makes sense. Yeah. 100 episodes. <laughs> there you go. Devin, the king has returned. Welcome back, Robbie. Thank you for your humanitarian efforts. Yes, you had a two plus week journey to Ukraine. Intense. You had a. Can we reveal some of the details about? What yeah, yeah. Um, you had a, you had an, we'll say you had an armed patrol around you that you were uh, with. Uh, so uh, the the thought of it uh, came probably like uh, I would say maybe a month after the invasion, where it mm -hmm. kind of like uh, would not kind of uh, it just just came came to me that I, I feel like whatever everybody is doing, whatever I'm doing is just not enough, and I felt like this guilt, and I actually reached out to a friend of mine who is a pastor. He's a uh, priest um, in Ukraine. He's my childhood friend. And I said, I feel like, you know, I should be there with you, with my classmates and my friends and everybody. And he goes, you know, you guys have been helping so much that, you know, maybe you're better off being where you are. You can help as much. And uh, then seeing, um, you know, so many uh, false reports uh, about what's going on. And obviously, you know, everybody has either an agenda or an opinion without actually understanding what they're talking about. 
Can you discuss that a little bit more? Because there's yeah, uh, lots of mis or disinformation, however you want to think about it. No, no, no like it's, it's fine. Media of Russia. So how much of what we're actually seeing here I mean, it, is it's, true? I'll, I'll tell you what. Even the supplement industry actually influenced my decision, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And <laughs> Chris says that I'm going to kick ass. I mean, it's not my intention, but fucking somehow it happens every time. Uh, because I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to throw some people under the bus, and um, I think rightfully so. So a few things that did influence my decision on a personal level. My real dad. Uh, what I'm saying, my real dad, is because somebody who participated in my creation, but never participated in my life. So I have no connection to the person whatsoever. But he did send me a message saying, basically, "Fuck Ukraine," and they deserve what they're getting. That. Um, I don't talk to him. He just sends me messages on Instagram for some, oh, not on Instagram, on, uh, on Facebook on a daily basis, some crap that I don't respond to. So when he sent that, uh, that really pissed me off. It kind of like, you know, deep inside of me, it ignited something that I was like, well, I always wanted to be nothing like you. So fuck you. Basically, I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'm going to go and help. I, I know it's childish, but I mean, I guess you can understand from a psychological more point of view. If somebody told me, I would say, come on, you know, you don't have to prove anything at 47. That's just dumb. But to me, that that really pissed me off. Um, in the supplement industry, uh, Mark Lobliner posted a joke about it. And when you interact with people, you know, I already said it before, he made a joke out of it that the conflict can be resolved by... Uh, Rocky Balboa fighting Drago. I understand you're trying to be cute and funny, but you know, there is a time and place, and when you don't know what you're talking about, you know, you don't. Because on the other hand, you know, people from the industry that I do interact, like Lucas and Polish people in general, they are Ukrainian neighbors and they know exactly what, what's going on. I mean, Lucas has a pretty solid sense of humor and we can goof around about a lot of things, but I don't think he would joke about this subject because it's just off limits. You know, this is not a subject you joke about. So that um, then, you know, uh, seeing certain people completely like not helping whatsoever, not even trying to help or acknowledge because we have a platform ourselves. This podcast is a platform. You know, maybe it's a smaller platform, but it's still a platform. You know, we all can do something by saying or doing, you know, a little contribution helps. Nobody, you know, a good friend of mine said to me something like, Rob, I cannot give you money. I cannot give money towards Ukraine, but I can do this. And I told him, I said, it's not about money. It's about this. You know, very few people know. And Robert, thank you so much. Carolina told me. But Robert actually, no, fuck you. Uh, Robert actually uh, decided against taking his salary from Apollo Nutrition and contributed to the Ukrainian uh, people. So that is something that's very admirable. And like I said, he never asked. But I, when I was told, I was literally, you know, so, uh, so did Joe Volgi, who helps us out. And like I said, that means a lot. That, that means a lot. You don't have to do a lot, not even money. But if you say something to you against the war or you contribute somehow, that means a lot. You know, then um, as much as I hate saying it, but somebody sent me a message and actually a link to Chris Waldrum being dead against the uh, United States helping Ukrainians with weapons and in a fight against, uh, you know, uh, Russia. And uh, obviously it didn't sit well with me. I just don't think it's the right thing to do because what you don't understand, what some people don't understand, 
and I said it before, this is not a this is not a Ukrainian fight. This is a global fight against imperialism, against uh, you know a communist country wannabe or a fascist country, you know, that is invading other countries that wants to have world domination. This is somebody who is pointing fucking rockets at United States as we speak. And when, you know, when shit hits the fan and the fucker is really against the wall, you don't know what he's going to do. So, you know, um, president of Ukraine said, he says, don't send us troops. Just help us with weapons. You know, we'll fight them. And they've been doing, I mean, it's a smaller country. You know, I watched somebody who is a Russian film director or somebody saying, oh, Ukraine doesn't count. They should not even have a voice because they're a small country and they're American puppets. Um, no, they don't, they're not American puppets. It's just a country that wants to be free and they deserve it. And, uh, you know, when you see all they're asking is just for help, uh, with weapons and help just, uh, you know, to help fight against somebody who wants to take over the world. Obviously, I can't and won't agree with it. And I think, you know, certain people should not say anything and should just keep quiet. Because when you don't know about something, you just don't say it because you can look very, very dumb or um, even more so, um, yeah, probably just dumb. You know, not, not a very smart thing to do. And I, I made a personal decision because I wanted to go and see for, uh, with my own eyes. Not that I needed a proof. I already knew what's going on. You know, Lucas lives uh, very, very close. He doesn't need to go to Ukraine. He knows exactly what's going on. Uh, Polish people are very, very familiar with, uh, you know, what Russians are capable of. Um, so we don't need proof. I wanted to go and just help. And I wanted to go and probably convey the message to those that maybe, you know, if there is somebody who is on the fence and not sure what's going on, which I can believe, you know, then maybe if that person trusts me and knows that I'm no bullshit kind of person and I will tell the truth, then maybe I'll be able to convince at least few people, like, listen, this is what I see with my own eyes. I'm on a, you know, on, on a playground and there are mines all over. You know, I see burned buildings and burned children and dead innocent civilians and there are cases of rape and uh, and looting and destruction of a country and i you know the things that i've seen i wish that i would never see and i would never wish on anyone to see on the other hand you know it's uh, it's ironic but i'm glad i did go and i'm glad i did see what i saw and again it's not about both it's just about doing the right thing I'm not saying everybody should be doing it. It was just the right thing. It was a personal decision. I even said it before I left. It was a personal decision to go, and I would go again in a heartbeat. Is the information we're getting stateside an accurate representation of what's actually going out there? Is there a spin on it one way or the other? Or is it, or is it pretty authentic what's actually happening on the ground, at least from, your, from what you were exposed to? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I mean, obviously, United States is biased. I mean, it just, it is. Yeah. Um, they are correct in terms of like the information that you see even on CNN from what I saw, at least a little bits and pieces because typically I don't watch. And what you see on social media and what you see on, you know, uh, on Fox, it's pretty accurate in terms of what's going on, that there is a war. Mm -hmm. But clearly, you know, if some people don't believe the American media, Rightfully so, because obviously United States and, and Soviet Union or United States and current 
Russia, they were in a cold war for a very, very long time. So let's just be honest, you know, they don't like each other. You're not going to hear Russians saying anything nice about United States at the moment or the Russian, you know, uh, uh, government controlled media. So it's understandable. But in terms of when you see footages and, and you see, you know, burned cities and you see dead people and you see destruction of property, all that is true. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. You know, in fact, the Russian propaganda or those that are supporting Putin are saying, uh, no, Ukrainians are doing them themselves. You know, they're trying to make you believe it's fake news. Uh, yeah, I mean, from a common sense perspective, and that's all, all I'm asking is just like use common sense. Do you really think it's a Nazi government and it's a Nazi nation when they elect a Jewish uh, president? I mean, come on. That's that's a bit of ludicrous. Right. Um, do you really think that the Ukrainians were waiting for the Russians to come in so they can, you know, bomb their own cities? You know, it's, it's all common sense. It just makes no sense. And why would Poland and, and other neighboring country, I mean, Poland right now accepted, what, 2 million refugees or something? That's almost almost three now. Almost three. And what's the population of Poland? Oh, I don't know. You put me in the spot right now. Yeah, so it's still not. It's it's not China, you know. No, no, <laughs> we're, no, we're not China. But but yeah, it, it's, it's small. It's small. Poland is a small country. To accept three no. million is insane. Insane. Thirty-eight and a half million is what uh, this is saying for world population review, and it, it peaked in at thirty-eight and a half million. Now it's around to thirty-seven point five. That's almost should, fucking 10%. Yeah. I should say before COVID and after COVID. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, 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 yeah, it's almost 10% of the population of Poland. That's an insane number to accept that many people into your country, you know, in a matter of three months. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You know, the, the best part of this whole thing is that you can see so many... Uh, Ukrainians on our streets right now, and they're all like laughing, uh, speaking to each other with their uh, language. And I also, uh, I live really close to a few like smaller schools, you know, here. Uh, so you can see like uh, Ukrainian children, uh, and they're all all really like you know, really happy that they like found their like new environment, and you know. Everything is right now rebuilding, even in my in my town. You know, everything is right now is super all this new. You know, they they have like the courts, the basketball courts, football courts, so they can like you know chill, relax, play. You know, and so on. And you know, right now everything is open. There is no like mentioning about the c word anywhere. No no mandates anything like that so i'm super happy about it that you know that everyone is happy and everyone is looking you know uh, positive to to this entire situation of course it's it's hard for everyone but at the same time you know we got to stick together as as the as the you know the president of ukraine said and he's doing an amazing job as far as like ruling his country he's now not backing up backing down so the comments such as like, you know, let's don't support Ukraine and let's see how the situation will roll out. It's like uh, so egoistic to me and it's not... That, that's not, a good not, word. It's, yeah. it's uh, 
not 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 proper appropriate, you know. So I would like just like if you want to say those kind of things, just shut the fuck up and just like sit down because you don't have you you don't know what is going on seriously, you know. You are like thousand kilometers sitting in US in your like warm chair and just like seeing just what's what's going on on the news and that's basically it. But you don't see how those people are like, you know, uh, need what they have to like lose just to come here. Cause it's not, you know, it's not easy for them just to like travel so many miles to, uh, you know, to different country and just like, you know, find a, a new place to stay, uh, find a new job and so on. So, yeah. Yeah. And so this is all goes in tandem with the, uh, the massive support y'all have been sending as far as medical supplies and all kinds of other stuff too. Y'all hit a, a pretty big milestone as well with, with a pollen gym and nutrition as well. Um, just the amount of supplies. I don't know if you want to get into exact figures or not, but it's uh, you shared in our group text the other day and it's, I'll just tell the listeners it's impressive what, uh, you know, what, what the, the humble little gym in Jersey has been able to uh, do towards the cause. It's a, uh, it's mighty impressive. Um, Oh, uh, I guess there's there's not really a an easy way to transition from that to to supplement talk, but no. uh, I guess I mean we're, we're just gonna have to do the the hard right hey, turn kind of thing. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe before we will like start, you know the the questions from the the listeners. I was listening to uh, one interview uh, today, and they heard this this good quote that I wanted to like. Uh, to say it here and just like hear your thoughts about it because I think it was so on point mm-hmm. and the book was like if you're like saving money on your supplements you are doing your you, you are doing yourself a disservice and I wanted to like just like to you know put it here and just like what do you guys think about that do you think that like saving money just to like you know buying the, the 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 cheapest stuff you know just to like save 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 you think it's a smart approach or do you think it's like the the quality should matter matter at most um I, i'm i'm if you don't mind i'll, I'll go first because we make uh, some expensive shit but uh, <laughs> <laughs> putting it lightly it, well you know i mean the formulas justify the cost, though. It's not something yeah, like yeah, MindLab I mean, Pro you, you that's have, $90 for bullshit. You, 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 you put everything in consideration. Yeah, you, you have, uh, you know, it, it just... Ah, fuck, how do I go without insulting anyone? Uh, you know, you banking, basically, when you have a company like Capone, you're banking on the intelligence of the consumer. You know, you're banking on the fact that the consumer know what he wants. We yeah. take... Simple, simple, simple math. I mean, it just doesn't get more simple than that. You know how much I uh, admire Jay Cutler, you know, as an athlete. I admire him as a businessman. I admire him as a human being. He's a great guy. So Jay Cutler has, for example, a pump pre-workout. You know, I just saw the advertising for it. It's a pretty good pump pre-workout. Again, very good. And I think it's priced accordingly. And it has two grams of arginine nitrate. And it has four grams of citrulline, and it has something else. I forgot what it was. And I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. And see yeah, it, it's nice. It's really, really nice. It's definitely going to give you a pump. 
I forgot what the third one was. Fuck. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's very simple. Um, fuck, I just escaped me. Amplify. We got four grams of citrulline, two grams of arginine nitrate, five hundred of coconut water powder. Okay, so it's a good it's a good product. You know, I mean, we can't say. I mean, Robert said himself, anything over three grams of citrulline is acceptable. So mm -hmm. this is four. You can't talk shit about this product. I, it's not really underdosed. Maybe dosed on a lower spectrum with six to eight, but it's mm -hmm. still properly dosed. You have two grams of arginine nitrate. It's not a cheap ingredient, but it's a good ingredient. He's charging, for, I think, thirty-five or forty dollars for it, which is reasonably priced. Then you have. Uh, a product like uh, Bare Knuckle, it has 8 grams of citrulline. That's double of what Jay Cutler has. It has 3 grams of arginine nitrate. And it has a few other ingredients, also pretty heavily or fully dosed, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. How can you expect, again, please understand, I'm not talking negatively about Jay Cutler's product at all. If he was charging for it $50 or $60, I'd be, I'd be upset. But I think anything under $40, between $30 to $40, I think is very reasonably priced for this kind of product. But you can't expect to pay for bare knuckle exactly the same price as you would pay for this product. And again, this is a good, solid product. I would take it myself. No issues whatsoever. You know. And then you have other products like some prop blend that has like two grams and can go for 30 bucks or 25 or 30 bucks. And in some cases, actually, that crappy product can cost as much as Jay Cutler. And sometimes they have the nerve to charge as much as Bare Knuckle. You see, so that's the problem. Um, you have to understand, you know, if you're on a certain budget and this is what you can afford, then absolutely 100% go with Jay Cutler's product. You can't go fucking wrong. It will give you the pumps. It will give you what you need. It's not underdosed. It's a solid product. If you can do a little bit better and you want, I, 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 I'm, re I'm really hesitating to say a better product, maybe a higher dose, higher quality, or you know more jacked up product, then go with Bare Knuckle. But there is a reason why you, while you will pay X amount of money for bare knuckle and X amount or Y amount of money for this particular product. There is a reason. Yes, I mean, the truth is, is that four grams of citrulline, and especially in today's market, and eight grams of citrulline, they both pre-workouts. They both, they, they purpose is identical. But I'm sorry, you cannot expect that you're going to pay for, uh, I don't know, a Buick, the same amount of money as you're going to pay for Ferrari. They both will get you from destination A to destination B. You will have no issues. They're both good cars, but there are levels to this. You know, there is an engine size. There is performance size. It's Ferrari is just way more jacked up. So, yeah, I mean, Lucas, with what you said, I, I absolutely agree. You know, in most cases, not always, because that product that I cannot fucking stand Excelsior it's charging $50, $55. When you look at the ingredients, you fully understand that it costs nothing to make. So it's a complete mm -hmm. ripoff. So, yeah, that is fucking wrong. But, uh, you know, I think products like, uh, like a pro, like Morphogen, I keep talking about products like Capone, you know, uh, ASC supplements, you know, there are certain products that are pretty jacked the fuck up and more ingredients more dosages, more, more everything. You just simply cannot expect to pay the same money. 
unfortunately, you know, I had a guy who sent me a message. Why is over the top so expensive? Uh, really? I mean, I need to answer that question. You know, but I do. I do have to explain to him that uh, you look how many ingredients, look at the serving, look at this, look at if you bought this product separately and this product separately. There's like fucking three or four pollen products in one. You get to say, yeah, but it's very expensive. Other intro workouts are 50, 60 bucks. By all means, go and buy those products. You know, if it fits your budget, if that's what you want, if you think that intro workouts are all the same, then by all means. But the ones who actually want the type of product that, you know, that over the top represents, it's a small percentage of people, but it's more than enough to run our business and to run it successfully. We target that market. And I call it, you know, I don't want to insult anyone, but the ones who actually do understand or at least listen to us for explanations as to why eight grams of citrulline is more expensive than four. That doesn't mean that four is bad, but it's just less. So you pay less. Mm -hmm. Correct. I want to make sure I understand the context of the, the question that you were uh, asking us, Lucas. Are you saying people should, like, are you asking, is it wise for people to save money specifically for the purpose of buying supplements? Or should they be trying to just save money whenever they are purchasing? To, so where they should only hunt deals for supplements? Because I want to make sure, like, the, the answer I'm giving is is make addressing the, the specific question you're asking. No, the, fir the first one, the first one. The, the so should people yeah. be like, if they're hard up for money or if they're on a very tight budget, should they not, should they be actually any spare cash? Should they be putting that in the savings instead of spending that on supplements? You mean? Let me put it that way. You know, we all have, you know, our budgets for supplements, right? Mm -hmm. But we also know that like supplements are just like an additional for our diet, for our training routine, and so on. So if you don't have money, basically, you don't spend it on supplements, right? right. Because you don't have money. You have yeah. other priorities. Mm -hmm. And the other priorities are, for example, are like, you know, the gym membership, the, the diet, so your, like, your food, and, and so on, right? And if right. you got some extra cash, then you can sprinkle and, for example, search for some deals on some supplements. Yeah. But... When you have, you know, like this, this budget on the supplements each month, let's say, you know, you have, I don't know, $200, right? Let's say to spend on, on the supplements. Mm -hmm. So you, do you always like go to this route that you are like searching for the cheapest stuff just to like buy the, the biggest stack gotcha. that's, that's possible, you know, yeah. or you, 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 you're, you're like aiming, okay. I've got two, $200 to spend and I want to have the best quality, you know, subs, but I don't care if it's going to be like two or three products. I can like close up with, with, the, with the three products, but I want to make sure, you know, that what I'm doing in the gym is maximized and these supplements that I'm going to purchase going to help me in my efforts, you know, to achieve my results. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Because at that point, you're looking at quality versus quantity. So if I can only do, you know, are you are you the type of person that's trying to buy 10 supplements for $200 budget? Or are you the person that is just trying to maximize the most and you are going to buy the best quality supplements? And maybe that's only three or four products. But, you know, each one of those is dosed in accordance with the, the research literature. And it's directly, uh, it's directed towards your specific goals, whether that's bodybuilding, general fitness, martial arts, endurance, what body recomp, whatever. Um, I think that almost boils down to the individual 
like as long as you're making ends meet, you're putting stuff in savings, you're not robbing from your wife, kids, husband, boyfriend or whatever to buy your supplements. As long as you're, you know, like you're paying all your bills and doing all that stuff. Um, you know, if you want to spend $200 a month on supplements, that's fine. Provided you've got all the other basics covers. Like it's kind of like when we're talking about even entertaining the concept of even starting to experiment with supplements. Do you have your sleep in order? Do you have your diet? Do you have your training? Do you have your lifestyle? Like is all that shit in order? then yeah, you can go into supplements. So I, I would kind of almost approach it, approach it with that kind of mindset that you were talking about with, let's say you got the $200 budget. I, I would say go for the quality stuff, but most people, when they are first starting out, they're going to go for the quantity because they think the more that I can get, and you're, you're going to learn this the hard way over the years. I mean, I did the same thing. Like when Hussein and I first got a house in Louisiana, after we got married, I went and bought the cheapest weed eater, like, hedge clipper I could get for the house because I thought I'll oh, be like one the, the $80 one's got to be as good as like the $250 one and after two months of using it the $80 one crapped out on me and then I went back and ended up having to go buy the $200 one because I wasn't going to go through an $80 one every two and a half months uh, so yeah. I think part of it is you know a learning experience for the customers and then there's also just to make make things a bit more complex and, and muddier is that some products you know, there is a consumer that can benefit for having a great workout on a regular scoop of OG C4. Like the, the, the I'm sorry, I'm talking like the baseline C4 these days. And sure, they could use something like bare knuckle or hooligan, but where they're at in their fitness journey, they're not going to really experience a difference because they don't have either the the mental willpower, the experience, or just the, the physical like push yourself and kick yourself in the nuts to go that hard in the workout to where they can get by with a cup of coffee or a C4 or a bang energy drink. They'll have the same quality workout because they are not the person that has trained long enough or hard enough or knows how to kick it into that other gear. And it doesn't matter the pre-workout. That's not going to help them reach that pinnacle that they want to for that performance. If you're already of that mindset, then taking something fully loaded like Hooligan will help you do that. But if you're a beginner or you're just you know, a person that's just doing it to be fun and active – your, your money is better directed to other efforts, I think. And so that spot, you could maybe go for like the, the mass play where you get a bunch of other supplements just to try out and experiment with. So it's it's kind of dependent on the uh, the individual and circumstances and where they're at with stuff, which, I mean, it's kind of an eh, kind of answer, but it's that's, that's I think, probably a uh -huh. answer, I don't know. I, I think that what, what Robert said, you know, what like I, I, I should be technically disagreeing and saying, oh, no, no, you need to buy like the highest quality biopollen and stuff like that. But the truth is, he's right. There are levels to this. Um, I actually to say that. I mean, I don't want to say that. I want to say always go buy the best shit. But yeah, yeah, no, no. But, but you're right. You're actually right on point. You know, when somebody when somebody is be beginning, you know, to work out, I mean, most people that that, you know, in the beginning of their journey. I mean, the diet comes to play more than anything and learning how to train, obviously, properly. Those are the yeah. basics. And everybody, or almost everybody, typically fucks up with a diet, right? I mean, that's the yeah. main thing. So, honestly, getting a good protein, I, I would pay for a good one, obviously. Uh, and there's not much of a difference today in price between a crappy concentrate and something solid. Um Getting a good protein and getting maybe something like creatine, maybe not even instantly, is more than enough. It's more than enough to get you started. Energy, I mean, have a fucking cup of espresso and that will have you flying, 
you know, or double it. Well, yeah. in Lucas's case, is have a gallon of espresso, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I misspoke and found it. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's more than enough. And there are levels to this. In, in fact, um, you know what? Somebody who's a beginner driver, let's say my daughter just got a driver's license and her very, very first car is a Nissan Sentra, which mm -hmm. I think is a great car. It's a great beginner's car. It's a great car for a kid. Exactly. And I have a friend who is doing very well for himself, and he criticized me. He criticized me, and he goes, why would you get her a crappy Sentra if you, you should have gotten her something like a BMW? And I'm <laughs> like, I was like, fuck no. She's <laughs> not getting a BMW. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Uh, you know, she's a beginner. She should be grateful that she even has a car. You know, I mean... They're, they're, yeah, Jose, for you, fucking espresso is extra strong. Uh, <laughs> you're the opposite of Lucas. He's like a fucking plus and minus on a battery. Uh, you know, uh, so the thing is, there are levels to this. You know, after a few years, when Jessica maybe gets a job or maybe graduates from college and whatnot, probably going to get a, a slightly better car. Not that there's anything wrong with Sandra, because I again I think it's a phenomenal car. It's a great yeah. car, very economical, great on gas, especially today. It's kind of important, yeah. you know, and it's it's beautiful. Um, but there are levels to this. So somebody, and I don't think that Jessica would appreciate as a beginner driver, you know, cars like uh, Mercedes and 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 BMW, Tesla or something like that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's just a different level to this. What I would advise is still. Stay away from crappy prop blends and listen to people that know what they're talking about and get some perspective and start with something. I mean, look, a crappy product and something like Jay Cutler's that I think he has a very good line. There, there is not much of a price difference. You know, you start with something like Jay's line, you're in good hands. You're definitely in good hands. It's a good start. It's a, it's a good quality. But yeah, I mean, when you progress in life where you can afford a better product or you have some experience, you know, uh, and, and you, you obviously getting stronger, you're getting fitter. I mean, like Sean Ray said, you know, uh, uh, secret to success is never to see satisfaction in a mirror. And I think it's true. So you can always keep on improving. Um, I'm still learning about supplements. I'm still learning about ingredients. You know, there is a lot to learn. And uh you know, I even though I like the stronger products like Hooligan and I appreciate Assassin and stuff like that, but believe it or not, my go-to is Lionheart. In my own line, my go-to is Lionheart that is mm -hmm. a little bit moderate on stem, but I still get all the benefits. But, you know, considering that I know the formula, you know, and we worked on it and stuff like that, but if I didn't, I would try to educate because you know it doesn't matter how rich you are it doesn't matter how much money you have you know you still shouldn't fucking tossing it in the air you should pay for quality and you should pay always get the value for the, for your money so i i don't think just because somebody is rich and can afford fucking a container of bare knuckle on a daily basis it's not something he should be doing you know make sure mm -hmm. that your money is well spent but i would say quality proper dosing works on on you know on every level it just sometimes you don't have to go with the absolute highest level because you're not quite there yet doesn't mean you should be buying crap that is not only doesn't do shit for you but in in rea in rea in reality can actually be harmful to you yeah yeah 
And I'd, I'd also, you know, if, if I can approach this kind of from like the the bourbon angle. So, I mean, I, I enjoy bourbon. I also kind of like the artistry and the craftsmanship and kind of the history and the science that goes into making a good bourbon. There are bourbons that cost anywhere from $15 for a 750 milliliter bottle up to in the hundreds. Okay. Depending on if you get some of these like super rare ones. I could afford if I wanted to to go buy an $80 bourbon or $150 bourbon or on a special occasion, a $200 bourbon. I'm never going to do that though. I just, there are so many great products in like the 20 to 40 or 30 to $50 range. I don't find the value in spending that money on a $180 bottle of bourbon. Maybe if the four of us ever got together one day and you, you know, like the three of y'all magically find an affinity for bourbon I mean, you know, it's like a, a commemorative thing. I would buy like a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. That's really hard to find or something. I still, I just, but that's more about investing in the memories that we make than actually enjoying that bourbon. It's, it's, I don't, I don't find the value in spending that obscene amounts of money. Whereas other people are saying, yeah, I'm going to buy that $200 bottle. Or I, 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 there's really good shit. And they've done blinds with some of these like lower end products and they match up in a blind compared to some of these older ones. And or even beat them on occasion, and so it's you know where where's at the end of the day where do you value your money? Where do you find the, the benefit of it? Because I'll get just enjoy, as much of enjoyment sipping on a thirty one thirty dollar bourbon as a fifty dollar bourbon, but it's, yeah. it's you know, yeah. Um, Devin, thoughts on kratom? I have never used it. It is not a dietary supplement, though it has been helpful for people that are dealing with pain issues and or addicted to opioids and other pain-killing medications. Uh, that's about all I know on it. Gentlemen? I, I tried it once um, or twice or something like that. Um, can't say it was bad. Can't say it was good. I, I didn't. Again, I don't want to talk about something I don't understand or don't know or, you know, fully. Uh, I heard great things. Some people swear by it. So maybe they can be better at answering it. Um, I didn't feel much of a difference. Granted, maybe the one I used was underdose. Maybe it wasn't a legit source. I can't say, but it, the ones that I, the one that I used didn't see no difference. Sorry. Yeah. Never used it. Uh, not planning to do it. And honestly, I've heard some. Some things about like importing kratom to uh, some countries because that's not legal, uh, especially importing uh, kratom to US. That's not illegal. So, uh, as a matter of fact, I was listening to uh, one interview this past weekend about this this ingredient, and one expert said that uh, importing kratom. Uh, to uh, to US, it, it, it's it doesn't happen. So the I believe I believe Robert, it was your podcast with uh, Bruce. with Bruce. Yeah, yeah. He he mentioned that that you know that, that it's it's not legal to import the, the kratom. So what they do is they like change the labels, and that's how that's how basically the the stuff uh, comes to comes to US. So. I even wouldn't like, you know, suggest everyone just to like go and try it uh, on their own. But yeah, if if you want to try it, I know that Mark Bell is selling it uh, via his site. I'd be curious to see the, the third party tests on that. 
Yeah, me too. But still, uh, I'm not like into like opioids and those kinds of things. It's just not my cup of tea. So yeah. I would stick to my overtime or basically I'm gonna uh, overdose on, on my caffeine. There is no such thing as you overdosing. It doesn't fucking exist. Uh, guys, I have to interrupt quickly and say that I just got a message from Alexander, and mm -hmm. he just placed first place in Toronto. So congratulations. Yes. Oh, damn, Alex. Congrats, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Awesome. Very happy for oh, you, Alex. Yeah. He, oh, he placed first place. Outstanding. Hey, let me get you up on the big screen, Robbie. Hold on. I can... Uh... Mm -hmm. Let me shift you around. Yeah, I just let me get that out of there. Yeah, I, I got. I also got. The, I also got the picture. Yeah. On. Very cool. Big congratulations, Alex. Yeah. Big congratulations. Hey, team, team butterflies. There you go. Huge uh, congratulations, man. Hey, that's two listeners of the podcast that have won a bodybuilding show now, Alex yeah. and JoJo. Yeah, so, um, you know, just to, to wrap it up with Kratom, to be honest with you, like I said, I read some some things about it. Obviously, I read some positive. Some people say it's crap. Yeah. I don't have a lot of knowledge. I mean, I'm, I'm with Lucas on this one. You know, I'm going to stick to dietary supplements, something that at least I understand a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Kratom tried it didn't feel nothing. It didn't feel good or bad. I didn't see any noticeable improvements. I think I had like a bottle and there was like, I think like 10 servings or something like that. I think I mm -hmm. used at least three or four. Didn't see nothing. So, you know, if it works for you and you wanted to use it, I'm, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, Simon says, question for Lucas. Do you think that hero lean is overkill? Do you actually feel like you need this type of energy? This thing for some people could end bad. Please share your opinion. Simon had a nice session on it, but about 25 minutes after it kicked in, it was not pleasant, if you can put it that way. Uh, so what is Hero? So dark, dark Labs product, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, let me pull that up, and I can share that with the, uh, the listeners so they know, understand what in the world we're talking about. Sure. Okay. All right, so have you used this, Lucas, first off? <laughs> Obviously, yes. Yes, I yeah, That's a dumb question. I don't even know why I asked that. <laughs> uh, can I get the actual that, 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 That's his sleep formula. <laughs> that works. Oh, slow down. All right, there we go. <laughs> Two grams LCLT, 300 milligrams olive leaf extract, 300 caffeine, 300 raspberry ketones, 150 green coffee bean extract, uh, 250 Reagerensis, 200 DMHA, 50 milligrams geranium extract, 50 synephrine, 50 hortonine, 25 GBB, 10 black pepper extract, 10 yohimbine, HCL, good lord, that's a lot, and 3 milligrams alpha-yo. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, go ahead, Lucas. That hits. Definitely hits. And if you're like if your tolerance on your himbin is pretty low, I wouldn't recommend anyone to try this product because you have the drippage basically from your uh, uh, from your mouth hole and your nose and even your ears, and you're like you're dripping all over the place. So uh, it's it's definitely part stuff. It def it definitely is not for like a regular gym goer or like a guy that is just like 
starting with the stems. Yeah. Uh, I know why they put like raspberry ketones in this formula, just for the flavoring purposes. Uh, that's okay. why. All right. Yeah, I can I can, I can buy that then. Yeah, that's why it wasn't because uh, I was I was talking with uh, with Wojtek about about this one, and I was like, yeah. "Dude, why did you put this crap into your formula?" And he was yeah. like, "I had to put put this just to like make sure that the, that it it will taste a bit better because." It tasted like fucking shit. Yeah, so, some so of those you, ingredients are gnarly. Yeah, so now, so with with, with addition of raspberry ketones, it, it it tastes it tastes okay. It okay. tastes it it tastes fine, you know. But yeah, it's it's loaded, you know. It's loaded, loaded stuff. I wouldn't uh, use it like every day or even like three times per week, like. I tried. Uh, I tried to like uh, use it maybe one or two twice per week. That's that's the that's the, in the maximum. Yeah. But yeah, it it gives you like it gives you energy for days. And when it comes to like appetite, it's not existent. So when you're if you're cutting, man, it's awesome. Yeah. I was like I was. Uh, I remember I was uh, taking it uh, straight. Uh, early from the uh, early morning mm-hmm. and till like till noon, zero appetite, and I was fasting through the entire time, and I was like super wired. I could like last for a long, long time. So yeah, I, uh, I I know about this product. Uh, I mean, obviously, I saw it. You know the reviews and everything else. Um, this is the one that actually uh, Alan got my attention where he said he didn't feel good when he was taking it um and he was very very worried about it and he discontinued as far as i remember so what simon said uh actually it kind of came back to me because that was about a year or maybe two ago where uh alan tried it when he they were filming for muscle players um See, he's well, a big boy too, so I mean he can yeah, handle a pretty good bowl yeah, of stimulants. He, he, he did not feel good on this. He he didn't like it because he wanted to talk to him about it. And you know, once I saw the formula, so uh, this formula is um, kind of reminds me of Shogun, but not the current Shogun, the Shogun we used to do years ago. Yeah. And there was a reason specifically because of this that I did not like it. I did not like the previous Shogun. I think it was not that it's an overkill. It's like, because put it this way, there is a market for everything and certain people can actually handle it. No problem. Just like certain people cannot handle assassin, you know, at the full dose. And some people can take two scoops, um, which obviously I would not suggest. I mean, if you look at this product, uh, it's actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. The raspberry ketones. Yeah. I'm not a big fan, but you know, for, I guess if they use it for flavoring, I also do understand perfectly well. Yeah. On the other hand, I mean, you can see that this is, I love the L-carnitine used in this. Yeah, uh, it's a so solid dose, and it's not a cheap ingredient. At least it's not a cheap it's ingredient. Not cheap. I mean, everything that they do, they really, really, I mean, dose to the bring. I mean, they, they do it the style that I like. You know, they don't cheapen on ingredients. They don't cheapen on dosages. They're actually doing a very, very good job. However, at the same time, I don't know what kind of synephrine they're using because we are using always the 98%. I don't know which kind is this one, but let's assume this is 98%. Uh, at 98%, 50 milligram is actually a pretty good dose. But uh, combined with alpha, you have be at three. 
And if Alpha Yohimbi is actual legit Alpha Yohimbi, which based on what I hear it is, uh, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and then you have Yohimbi HCL, which Robert, you and I actually discussed about the other product only recently. And we set the test even five milligram because some people do not handle five milligram very well. Remember you said that, and I said, well, we'll try different. So if, yeah. so now you have a bunch of people that would not be able to handle your HCL at 10 milligram, just one ingredient. Um, I mean, seemingly very innocent ingredient, but at 10 milligram, a lot of people would not be able to handle it. Alpha Yohembia 3 is actually on a higher side. And this is something I learned from TJ, where he said 2 is probably the highest he would have gone. He actually prefers 1.5 or so. And I do agree also. Uh, we did 2.5 milligram of Alpha Yohembia in Assassin version 6. And that was very, very aggressive combined with all the other crap that was in it. Yeah. So now you have a 10 milligram of your MBHCL, which a lot of people cannot handle. Then you add three, three milligram of alpha Yohimbi, which is on a really higher side. It's, it's really strong. Then you have Sinephrine, then in conjunction with that will give you quite a rush as well. And then obviously, you know, we have to take into consideration other stimulants like area gerances and obviously DHMA. And geranium, I would suspect that this is actual DMA. Uh, so, uh, you know, you have that. And, uh, you know, and of course, caffeine at 300 is also, you know, a pretty decent dose. You have a cocktail that is, this is the reason why I did not like Shogun. And I did not like the previous, well, Shogun specifically, and I'll explain why. Because this product is more intended as a fat burner, right? So having so many stimulants, like Lucas said, will definitely suppress your appetite because it's just not something that you want. The last thing you want is to eat, which is great while you're cutting. Yeah. But I would prefer to go the other route, and which is I like to see, and this is the reason why Shogun was reformulated with a little bit of thermogenic ingredients like, you know, paradoxin and GBB, something that will make you sweat to kind of hit it from a different angle and not just completely on stimulants um so that was that was the main reason so this i think that what lucas said is correct it's something that if you can handle it you can really have fun with it and you can really see the benefits because you will sweat your ass off uh it will suppress your appetite yeah. it's properly dosed uh the ingredients are solid i just you know again it's not for everybody so simon just happens to be one of those guys that it's not for him specifically, you know, but um, I also want to like point out that, you know, those kind of products can't be like, you know, used on a consistent basis. You know what I'm trying to say, you know, because they are like not know, only on a consistent basis, but not by everybody. Yeah, exactly. That, this is this is the, the first point that I wanted to say, like, if you're like like a beginner or even intermediate, just don't touch this product at all. Hundred percent. And and as far as like you know, and as far as like advanced advanced users, okay, you can start using it, but just like be cautious with it, and just like don't don't use it on a daily basis because you're gonna get to, you're gonna fuck yourself up basically. Yep. And you know, with with these kind of formulas, you know, okay, they are cool, but at the same time, you know, 
don't be like a dickhead and just like use them once or twice per week and that's basically it just to like you know uh just to like maybe uh have a bit different like you know stimulus to your fat loss you know or something like that but as far as like you know taking on a daily basis no fuck no oh, there, there is another angle you know you can take advantage of the fact that this is pretty well-dosed product i mean it's like it's really well-dosed I think taking half a serving sometimes could benefit and you can adjust your tolerance and you can see if it works for you. I mean, you can try and experiment with it. You can ha you can do another thing. Don't use it at all, you know, if it's not good for you. Because there's always that, that, that person. Because if you look at it, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are people out there who can use it absolutely no problem. The tolerance, the experience or whatnot. It just happens to be that it's not for everybody. And obviously, you know, these companies like, like um, you know, like Dark Labs, they make things that are more powerful, more for experienced consumers. That's the reason why you won't see companies like that, you know, in GNC or vitamin shop or, you know, in, in, many, in many retailers. Why? Because not only the demand is not there because certain customers, the mainstream customers are not ready for it, you know? Mm -hmm. On the other hand, also, you can respect the fact that this is a fully open label. You can see if it's yeah. for you or not, you know, you can make that judgment. I would not say anything negative about the product. I think it's a little extreme, but it's honest extreme. So, you know, you look at the label and you make the decision for yourself. Simon says, I'm still high, and I took it six hours ago. I mean, yeah. I've enjoyed it, but the initial hit was not nice. All right, let's go back. Yeah, I, remember, go ahead, I, remember, I remember when I took uh, overtime, six caps, and the chaos, four caps. And I had, I basically had, like, a similar, similar like, effect as far as, like, the heroine. But with, with the Apollo combo... Uh, the, the the bigger uh, how can I say it? the focus the focus was way better and it was like it was like super tunnel vision you know with with the heroine you got this energy you know you, you are buzzing and with uh, with overtime and chaos I remember it was like uh, more like uh, you know tunnel yeah, but and at the same time, even for you, it was pretty strong. For an average person, it would be extremely strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, man. Buckshot Schmidt, uh, which I've never seen you comment before, so welcome to the party, Buckshot. Um, and for everybody else, if it seems like your comment's not getting through, there's a couple in the feed that we're going to get to, but if it seems like your comment's not at least showing up on your end, um, jump over to Twitch, because sometimes YouTube gets a little glitchy with uh, putting comments to the side. Um with that said, Buckshot Schmidt, thoughts on Glaxon Specimen Max, specifically the amount of Yohimbi. All right, let's pull this up. This is Glaxon. Introduce packs a punch and NO3T powered pumps in this GNC exclusive Specimen Max. High stimulant, hard hitting pre workout from Glaxon. This is courtesy of some schmuck bag that owns Stack 3D news site. Who shall remain anonymous for today's podcast? Uh, we got 3.2 beta alanine, 2500 betaine anhydrous, 1000 milligrams astrolyte, 500 milligrams nitrate blend of 
sodium nitrate, potassium nitrate, 400 caffeine anhydrous, 400 yerba santa, 300 milligrams cholinase, which is their choline blend of vitacholine, alpha GPC, CDB choline, 250 of rodeo prime, which is the NNB version of uh, rhodiola crenulata extract, standardized to 6% salidrolides, salidrosides, which are kind of like the ass kicking component, the energizing one of rhodiola. 250 of velvet bean, where we're going to get some L-dopa from that. 200 of English ivy extract. 150 of theobromine. 25 of estrogen. 3 milligrams of rewalthia and 2 milligrams of yohimbi. Um, thoughts on this, gentlemen? And then shots specifically in regards to the 5 milligrams total of yohimbi extracts. Thoughts one way or the other? Uh, I mean, uh, it's definitely not strong on pump. It's... Uh... I mean, there is some elements, but this is, you know, this is probably brings us back to the argument or discussion when we discussed the pre-workout from Unbound. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know if you remember where we said there are no pump ingredients in there, yeah. but uh, you know, um, this this one is pretty much an open book. This is definitely a performance uh, pre-workout, not a pump pre-workout. Uh, you will get energy from this without a doubt. Um, I mean, focus, uh, from what I see, I haven't used the products. So I'm not going to lie. I don't see it being like this crazy focus driven product, but I think it's decent, uh, in terms of energy. I mean, alpha Yohimbi, I think is the one that, uh, you know, the guy who asked the question, um, noticed pretty well because it is an attention grabber specifically for those that do understand the labels. At three milligram, this is on the highest spectrum. And from what I understand, you know, people did report that they feel it. But again, three milligram of potent um, quality alpha yohimbi will kick your ass. You can fucking delete everything from here and just leave those three milligram and you will feel it. Then you have two milligram from HCL, which is not that much, but nevertheless, it complements it. So I would expect... Again, I haven't used, but I would expect uh, something that if you take, you will feel it. In terms of performance, I think it's going to come down to what Lucas previously, when he described Herolene and his combination of overtime and chaos, it all depends on what you're looking for. If you're going to look for crazy pumps, uh, this most likely will not bring that. If you're looking for something that's going to have an absolute tunnel vision, I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt. I think it's going to be okay. And if you want something that's going to give you a kick in the ass, then this will do the trick. I mean, that's what I see. Yeah. Lucas? Yeah, I don't want to, like, you know, say a lot about the formula on paper because I know that, you know, as far as, like, Glaxon and Joey, the, he always, like, formulates things on his own so uh, sometimes we 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 say that you know the the formulas of the glaxon on paper are like shit but you know everything plays well when you try the product so just looking at the at the formula on, on paper it looks decent and from my personal perspective just i was just like did few ingredients that are here but like, I'm not a fan of, for example, beta alanine in the pre-workouts, but that's just me. You know, I think it's a pure saturation ingredient. Although, <laughs> I like to see betaine, 
but it's uh, pure saturation ingredients, which is which yeah. is funny to me. So I'm neglecting my, my own opinion, basically. Uh, 400 milligrams of caffeine will definitely give you a plenty of energy, you know. So uh, as Robic said, it won't be like a super pump-based formula, but it's. I think that they are like focusing more on like focus, drive, uh, mental clarity, and basically energy in, in this formula. Of course, like three milligrams of alpha yo will will give you this this extra buzz. So in combination with four hundred milligrams of caffeine, that's gonna that's gonna kick your ass. And you know. I like to see that they are not using, you know, theanine, but there is like rhodiola, which in my opinion gonna like smooth everything up and it's gonna be like a way better experience in combination with like uh, choline, you know, that that is here, which they are like using three different sources. So that's that's pretty cool as well. Um, and what else? Oh, and then they are like using nitrates, which which is also a, a nice touch to to this formula. So yeah, in overall, it can be cool. Uh, I would definitely give it a try uh, if I will get some some samples, or you know, I will if I will have a, have a chance to try it. I will definitely give it a try. But but yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's a product that will definitely give you a kick in the ass and will definitely, I mean, a pre-workout is, you know, to get you to work out. This will get you to work out for sure. The three milligram of Alpha Yo, uh, I'm pretty sure some people will not like the experience. I mean, I'm pretty sure about it. But on the other hand, you know, it's straightforward. It is what it is. Uh, you'll definitely feel it for 100, 100%. Yeah, I like I think, I have, I like I like what you said uh, as far as like you know as far as the consumer you know uh, perspective if it depends what you're looking for so yeah. if it's something that, like that floats your boat go ahead try it out try it yourself mm -hmm. yeah i have not tried this one i tried the gfy yo-yo blend that they released or when it was in beta testing uh joey and, and mike were nice enough to send me a, a couple samples to try i got through three-fourths of that one like i took I mixed up the full serving. I drank three fourths of it, and I was buzzing, almost verging uncomfortably. After still after like three to four hours, that did not have this much yohimbine in it. I think it had one and a half to two of each. I, I can't imagine what this one's going to feel like on an energy side. I, it's going to be intense. Like just for some like knowing how I react to stuff, this is going to be intense. I'd be curious to try it. I would obviously start with half a serving first. I think more than anything, I'm in, I'm surprised GNC is allowing that much him being in there because GNC is usually pretty tight with their dosages on certain ingredients. Like they won't allow you to use a certain amount of synephrine in combination with caffeine. Um, so I'm surprised, uh, you know, or interested, intrigued, I guess, to see that they're letting this much him go in there, which is kind of that's kind of cool. Uh, Mitch, lately everyone who is a guru or there's Shane. Sorry, Shane, I, I can't see who's in the background. I don't know how long you've been in the back just doing your little poses or whatnot, but I can't, I can't see hey, anything. Your t-shirt is too small. Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. This is the double XL. This is Gymshark double XL. I know. That's, that's why I'm laughing your ass off. This is fucking Gymshark. 
There you go. I was sitting here for posing my ass off, and Nikki's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "He'll see me soon. Just you, you don't understand. It's okay. You don't get it." I can't because okay. when I when I do that thing to share the screen, the only thing I see is the the screen I'm sharing because I'm only working on one monitor here, so I only see that. And so not until I close that window and come back to the the, the background here, do I actually see all of your wonderful faces and yeah. Shane doing his little poses at the bottom here, where I get to let everything in. So yeah. Um, Shane, have you tried the, the Glaxon Specimen Max GNC exclusive yet? We were just discussing want uh, to. thoughts on it. I mean, it looks intense. Um, I've I tried the yo-yo blend the, of the GFY. Like the yo-yo, like the difference between the regular or the, or the I think it's called referred to as worldwide. Yeah. To the yo-yo is quite significant. Like it's a very, right. There's a jump in caffeine. There's a difference in ingredients. Yeah. Um, but then the, the the differences between Yo-Yo, GFY, and Max seem to be a lot more kind of not like the same, but they do seem a little similar. I get. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a specimen series, so that makes sense. But the leap from the regular to the Yo-Yo is quite large, whereas those other ones, I I kind of get the sense that they would have similar kind of stimulation, similar similar effects. Yeah, I've had the GFY V2 had the yo-yo um i haven't had the max i want to try the max but yeah. um yeah i actually asked i said hey guys how easy is it to get my hands in some of the max and obviously not being in the u.s makes it a little bit difficult but yeah right. we'll see yeah mitch so lately everyone who is a guru or influencer has been raving about flavors of pre-workouts but nothing about formulas uh I have thoughts on that, but I'll save those for a second. Oh, Are flavors yeah. overshadowing ingredient profiles for the masses? Uh, who wants to lead off on this? Uh, I'll go first. Why not? I mean, um, the truth is, is like it, it, you know, the the supplement industry is huge. I mean, it's absolutely huge, and you know, um, somebody like us, uh, you know, we obviously know a little bit more about the ingredients aspects and you know and what what works and what doesn't work um but when you have a you know that global market and you have so many influencers and so many so uh, you know self-proclaimed gurus and whatnot you know uh on social media you have tiktok you have instagram you have so many i mean it's just like countless i mean what is it stopping anyone from saying i'm a guru i'm i'm an expert go on YouTube and see how many so-called reviewers are there. There are reviewers that literally don't know anything about supplements. They just don't. I mean, what do you expect them to, to say? He will say either this shit hits or he will say this tastes amazing or it's not. I mean, you can't expect any other feedback because they simply don't understand the ingredients. You know, like, for example, you take Ari, Garage Gym Junkie, um a homie uh you know i mean you, you talk to him he'll be the first one at least i admire that to admit he doesn't know anything about ingredients but there are others who claim to understand something but they don't they don't understand that for example uh what's his name um sean from supplement uh substock right he just did a review of uh universal soldier and he really liked the flavor and he says, I'm surprised because considering there is one gram of lion's mane, you know, this ingredient is very, very hard to mask. So it's clearly somebody who actually 
has an understanding about ingredients and how they work and how they work in a formula. Uh, it's a pre-workout. It's something you take before pre-work uh, before the workout to give you that kick. You know, so it's something that can be taken. I mean, typically it's recommended what six, eight, ten ounces of water, but you can literally take it with three or four ounces of water and just down it to get all the benefits, and uh, you're pretty much done. But uh, considering it's the same thing as coaching today, you know, bodybuilding coaches, you have bodybuilding coaches 10, 20 years ago, it was literally like one coach for the entire state. Today, there is a coach, there's 10 coaches in every gym. There are more coaches than there are athletes. Everybody has a coach and they don't know anything about coaching. They don't know anything about nutrition. They don't know anything about diet. Yep. And everybody's talking about macros and everybody's talking, everybody, you know, is a mathematician, even though it's a lot simpler than that. Everybody's walking around with a gallon of water and they, they made it up to be a science that it doesn't need to be. On the other hand, where it has to be a science like supplements, the ingredients, the mechanisms, the dosages, the quality, the sourcing. I mean, it's a very, very complex environment. It's a complex industry. They simplified it to a matter of taste. Oh, this kicks. Uh, oh, you know, a more popular term, this slaps. You know, so you hear some, you see somebody posting a pre-workout. You don't know anything about the ingredients. You don't know anything about anything. But he will make one comment and says, "This shit slaps." And that's like Will what, Smith kind of slap. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably le less less of what you're gonna feel. But but the truth is, it's enough for a kid. I mean, look at the emphasis right now in pre-workout. Uh, there was something that Shane posted about a company. They have a very, very cool looking uh, container. It looks like a letter wrap or whatever it was. It looks very cool. But it, is it more important than what's inside? Apparently it is because some people pay attention to it. Glaxon puts a very nice and, you know, very cool looking label. It's cool. But is it more important than what's on the label? Or you have ghosts collaborating with Ninja Turtles. Is that more important than what's inside the container that you're consuming? You're putting inside your body, you know, to yield certain results. Unfortunately, the answer is yes. By today's standards, you can release a fucking gorilla on a container. Uh, and it's going to look very cool and very scary. And it's enough to sell. You know, and then the same very gorilla. Yes, I'm actually talking about primeval labs. And then the very same primeval labs, because obviously things are not going phenomenal, you know, selling the very same gorilla, buy one, get one free. You know, because the truth is at the end of, and at the end of it, you have the, you can have the coolest looking label. You can look, the, you can have the best tasting pre-workout. It's going to be absolutely delicious. But if that shit's not going to work, at the end, guess what? The consumer is not buying. All of a sudden, the company is reformulating or releasing it or upgrading it or something else. Because the truth is, it's what's inside the container. Even if we don't talk about it, and maybe initially it's not important these days, at least to the masses, that's what sells. The cool container does sell. The cool-looking label does sell. The great-tasting pre-workout does sell. You know, when I see somebody is asking about one of my products, 
what does it taste like? And that's the first question that you're asking. I'm already you serious. You know, it tastes like a pre-workout. You know, that that's all it is. How about, you know, well, it's the same thing as when they say, well, hooligan is 600 milligram of caffeine. Yes, it is. Did you read the rest of it? Because caffeine, everybody knows. You know, everybody fat fuck that goes to Starbucks knows what caffeine is. Unfortunately, they don't understand what tyrosine is. They don't know what alpha GPC means and why is it 50% and what the dosage is supposed to be. So if I give you 150 milligram of alpha GPC, I give you 250 milligram of tyrosine, I give you 200 milligram of caffeine and a sprinkle of other crap, but it's going to taste amazing. Now, all of a sudden, it's a good pre-workout. Unfortunately, you know, uh, Mitch is not really off on this one. That's how it works in today's market. Yeah. Yeah, very well put. Um, I would say one, like most of these self-proclaimed gurus or influencers don't know how any of these ingredients work. They are told from the brand to say, and I've had to write scripts for different brands I've written content for over the year, like scripts for video. So when they get in front of the camera, I have to give them four or five bullet points and you have to put it in you know, meathead speak. You can't talk about citrulline fueling nitric oxide pathways and, you know, arginase inhibition. And I can only imagine how challenging it is for you to, to, to make a bullshit fucking uh, content for, 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 for an idiot. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta put it in like, but I mean, in, in one sense, like that's one of the reasons I got into the industry is to help like the average soccer mom understand what ingredients do. So doing that, but a lot of people, when they see these influencers doing stuff, they these people are just reading a script or they've been given talking points from the brand themselves saying hey mention how great tasting is mentioning how it doesn't clump mention how it gives great pumps and you know smooth sustained focus so you hear the same five or six talking points from every brand because they're all recycling more or less the same little narrative for everything just spinning it for their product um yeah and that's pretty much all i was going to say about that shane lucas anything to add Uh, Luke, Lucas can go. Shane, you can go, please. I don't know. This is really uh, about, about the girl. I had this conversation with the guys at New Live, and I said it's tricky to judge uh, brands from other countries. Like the gorilla bursting out of the the um, the tub. That's a Spanish brand, and to be honest, their formula it's not too bad considering what else is in the country. And I'm not yeah. talking like brands that have been imported in. I'm talking about locally made Spanish brands. Yeah. Their formula isn't half bad. And to be honest, it's, 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 I always find it, it's tricky to judge because you'll have companies out there who are literally trying to do the same formula as someone else or trying to compete with them. And then they put the container or they make the container stand out above the other one. And it can look like they're putting more effort into marketing, but realistically, they're just doing what the competition is doing and trying to do that a little bit more. But then you do get those brands that, like you said, where they'll do the flavor and they'll do the tub and they'll do this and the marketing and put it in like a beautiful box. And they that's obviously taken away from the budget of the formula. Um, and I mean, his, his original point was obviously about the influences and... I don't know. I don't really follow any. I mean, I don't really. I don't follow any influencers. I kind of just follow the brands and put it out there. Like for me, this is just how Stacked works. I have a hierarchy of news stories. So if someone does a new product, that's first on the list. If someone 
reformulates or changes, that's next on the list. If someone uh, changes out an ingredient or makes a tweak rather than like a full V2 or V3, that's also up there. Next down is a flavor. So if someone does a flavor, um, actually before that, if someone has a teaser of a new product, that comes before a new flavor. So I probably have to not share 30 different new flavors that I get each week because I just would rather put the other ones out there because for me, that's the important part. And flavors are almost self-explanatory to me. If someone says I've got a new fruit punch flavor of this product, you it, like there's not much more I can write about that. That's kind of all I have to. It's kind of all I have to write. Like it's the same formula, you know. Now you get fruit punch. So we don't do too many different flavor stories. So for me, importance has always been on what's in it, because that's going to be the thing that makes the difference most to the consumer. And um, some of these flavors are pretty cool. I will say that, but I had this discussion with, I'm pretty sure I said it to Lucas. Actually, I said it to someone. I said, when I first bought a supplement, the guy, and this is seriously how it happened. I went to the gym, first gym I had a membership at, and the dude said, because um, he saw me looking at the protein powder, and he said, oh man, you should come to my supplement store. We got some pretty good protein powder there to help recovery, help nutrition. He did not tell me, you should come get my protein because it's going to be a tasty chocolate shake. No, that wasn't the point. That wasn't like I didn't go and buy anything for the specific reason to drink something nice, to take something nice post. It was purely for the extra protein, the energy. I've never bought anything for the flavor. Um, but again, this is just me. So I can't really relate too much to these people that are saying flavors are more important. I, they do have a, an importance because yeah. um, mainstream people would potentially prefer something that's less effective but tastes way, way better. I can see that. But at, you still, if you're any kind of influencer, I think, or any kind of uh, opinion, you should be putting the formulas first in my mind. And the consumer should be the one to then decide how important flavor is, not the original kind of influence i would never be saying stuff like that but again this is kind of just me yeah sorry yeah, I'd agree. uh i would say probably compliance with taking a product like flavor is going to help with them taking compliance that's why like prescription drugs that's one of the and like marina probably knows this firsthand robbie like getting patients to consistently take their meds is one of the hardest things in the the healthcare profession because they they either don't want to take it they don't like the taste of it or something so they're not going to take it so by making a product better tasting, brands are enticing consumers to want to come back and drink it. Because if it tastes like mud, like the average consumer, I'm not talking about us that are we'll just like dry shoot raw lion's mane powder and just get on with our business. But the average consumer is going to need to have it to taste good because if it tastes like crap or if it's chalky, gritty, or if it clumps, that's not a good experience for them. They're not going to like having to deal with the hassle or any of that. So they're going to, they need it to be really nice. So that's yeah. that's why there's a, a been over an abundance or an overabundance of focus on mixability. And I, I feel like it's a it's a tricky thing though, right? Like it's yeah. um, like a coach when you see athletes on the Olympics on the TV, right? You see yeah. they have great physiques. You're like, oh my god! But nowhere along the way is anyone saying you should do this. Like no coach is telling their Olympic athlete to do anything that makes them look better. They're doing yeah. it to improve their sport. Correct. But then consumers will say, oh, shit, I should get into swimming because look at those sons of bitches, right? 
So for me, it's kind of like if you're going to provide advice on supplements, flavor can play a part, but you need to be yeah. driving the original purpose to taking the thing. And, yeah. and, and that's to me is the formula and then let the consumer then decide because the, the level of importance of flavor for consumers would drastically differ. Yeah. Like me and Lucas would probably drink cold, hard, fizzy piss and be happy if it gives us the best workout, whereas someone might not even touch anything that has a slight tang to it kind of thing. So. Right. Yep. Exactly. Greetings, all. Greetings, way of the dead gone. Who's uh, that? That's a beautiful name. Yeah. Logan, for Devin, instead of Kratom, I would look into Akuma seeds instead because there's less risk for addiction and liver risk. I suggest this because they have smaller mechanisms and just seem a lot safer. I thought I thought Kratom had a bad rap. Am I did I, did I miss something? Yeah, somewhere? it does. It's not it's also not legal to import into the states. Because it's because Mr. Olympia has that deal with that hippo or something, and all I see I see it on the Instagram all the time. Am I missing what? something? What? 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 what, what? Yeah. Go to the Mr. Go to the Mr. Olympia Instagram page. I don't have Instagram. It's not going to pull up for me. Oh, for Christ's sakes! God damn it! Sorry. Well, like I know Mark Bell's got a a thing that have Mind Bullet, and that's a supposedly a kratom supplement. But um, but what did you say about hippo? There's a hippo. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. Happy hippo. Happy, happy hippo. It's okay. a, I see it all the time on the Olympia Instagram page. I'm okay. assuming they have some so. sort of partnership or deal, and it's it's like a happy happy. I, I've never looked into it. Happy hippo. Crazy. There you go. Your best Boom. source for proprietary blends. Look at that. Kratom products and okay. The brand that I know is a little bit better than that, but I I don't know. I like it. all. All I remember hearing is some some dodgy shit about creative and then i saw it with mr olympia with these hippo things again i, I don't really, all i know is hippo and kratom i don't know too much else i've never been i've never yeah there you go look at that big fat pink hippo there you go must make you happy if it's got a big fat kudos pink hippo. kudos to them what? because i remember the shit out of this <laughs> Hey, but does it mean is it is it manufacturer in uh, in US? How, how does how they made it? I don't know, dude. All I know is that there's a big fat pink hippo. I mean, I see a website? lot of shit every day, and and that thing sticks. Based in Idaho. Yeah, I don't know. I was just curious. I I never looked into it all that. There you go. <laughs> I think when it, comes to, when it comes to Olympia, you can fucking sell cocaine. As long as you pay them, they will allow it. Hey, bro, this I looks just, like I, a I'll fucking gum. I thought you were going to say Obvi. Yeah, it kind of does look for, like Obvi. I, I guess that's only because of the pink, but... And sorry, Renak, for, for saying this looks like Obvi, but their branding looks very it's similar. It, the pink. There, there, are definite, there are definite similarities. Yeah, but it works. For example, if I'm going to say... Think about, don't think about pink elephant. You will all, all will think about one fucking thing, pink elephant. Yeah, but this so is literally that situation. It's a, it's a pink yeah. hippo. Yeah, and that's, that's why everyone is thinking about this. Maybe they just say, what, what, what can we do that people won't forget? Like a, like a, like a pink, a pink elephant. Let's change no, no, no. the logo of Apollon. 
Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, this is actually this definitely draws attention. Yeah. Well, I was always curious. I just didn't know what the rules are behind it because I just remember seeing so much shit about it. And then this what, what do you mean, what do you mean about rules? I didn't know how easy if it was legal or if it was easy to get internationally. Yeah, FDA has not approved crab as a dietary supplement. It's banned in all of these countries, including. Uh, the UK, Poland, Finland, Israel, Australia, Burma, um, and certain in, states. In the United in, States, in, it's very gray. Oh, so in certain states. By. Yeah. Okay, that's why. White nice vein melee, Kratom powder. Yeah, never really, never looked into it. Yellow vein much. Mangda, green vein Mangda, white dragon. That's the one I want to try. White dragon. What is this stuff like meant to do? Is it just sort of like a mood thing? It helps with like stress and anxiety, but it's also used by people for pain relief and to get off opioid addiction. Hmm. Uh. So, we, we, we watched that thing. Uh, the the it was like a mini series about how um, that oxycotton thing got in. It was a crazy fucking documentary. It just reminds you how how America just does some has some of the craziest whacked out stories that are just in in government like that that make it that far yeah that was ridiculous i mean i don't know how much of that was like real but that shit was crazy but the whole time <laughs> i was watching it because i've never because i remember when, whenever we get painkillers uh or like anti-inflammatories they always say yeah don't take them that often what i've never really yeah. seen the addictive side to it never really been that appealing yeah i'd always just take him no more pain fix yeah, whatever and, just, and done i just uh, but obviously some people are a little bit different right yeah same i mean i took it once when i had a surgery and um then i actually didn't like how i felt on it um uh, i think i took percocet uh once and that was the day or two after the surgery yep. and I felt stupid and high and just not okay. I, just, I always thought that pain is something you should feel, right? Am I am I wrong? I mean, yeah, that's, that's why what I got I married. Heard. I like to feel pain, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I think just some people. It, it, it's it's the same thing as like some people have an addictive personality and some people don't. I I think that that's the reason why. You know, we give advice and I mean, we base everything on our, our own perception. And uh, sometimes that doesn't work for somebody else and that's it. So, um, I mean, like I said, I took Kratom. I took it and assuming it was a real thing, I didn't feel anything, nothing at all. Maybe you were just already really happy. I, that can't be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a happy person. <laughs> this is I always wonder these things when they say like, like take take more of this to get happier. I was like, but what if you're already maximum happiness? Like you're fucking minions skipping through a rainbow, right? <laughs> I mean, because you can't be more happy than, like, surely. You know, there is uh, there there is uh, uh, there are two, three actually um, steroids. One is Tranvalon, the other one is Halotest, and, and the third one is Jack Drops. So those three are considered extremely, like, causing extreme aggression, and you can become a very aggressive person. So somebody said to me once, well, if I'm going to be on, uh, on Tran, 
then I'm probably going to be an asshole. I said, no, you're going to be an asshole if you're already an asshole. <laughs> I, was, I was always under the impression that it just exaggerated personalities. It's exaggerated yeah. personalities. You, know, you have to know how to be an asshole exactly. in the first place. Exactly. Like, you can't say, you mm. know, slap a woman in the street. Like that's like it, it, it can just exaggerate what you already know is potentially. Exactly. I, I, I fully agree with it. Like, you know what? I've seen people, um, you know, taking certain even drugs and it just basically it exaggerates who you really are. And that's it. That's why if you're an asshole, you're going to be a bigger asshole. Is, you know, if you're a nice guy, you'll be fine. What is Ostrovia? Ost- Ost- yeah, Ost- 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 it's a supplement, I think, uh, from Poland. I actually remember it. I've never taken it, but I remember it. I saw it at the Russian Expo in Moscow a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty popular in, in your country back in the days. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it at uh, SN Pro maybe five or six years ago. It was pretty big over there, but I've never tried it. What's it supposed to do? The brand the brand is still really popular in Poland. They have like a huge variety of products. They basically have their own line. They when back in the days they were like starting just like with one product and. What Simon refers is to uh, their like whey protein concentrate. So Ostrovia was popular from for their uh, whey protein, but it tasted <laughs> like a fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. brand. It was it was it was so fucking terrible, and it was sold in a, in a bags or in the buckets. I saw it in the bags. Uh, I saw it in the bag. Yeah, bro and. I remember the I remember the times of the buckets when people were like buying this shit because it was like stream from the cows basically you know <laughs> no sweeteners nothing like that just you know like what a, if you want just like a want, pure fucking way you know <laughs> yeah man if you want some you, if you want some cold hard muscle you, you drink yeah, that shit rem- straight from the cows I remember I remember then after after like after the their unflavored version. They came out with like three basic flavors, so it was like vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember the, the, the strawberry was just like, <laughs> just, it wasn't that good at all. It was just like a, a mess, and it was like giving you so much gas after like just one shake. It was terrible. I, I, I remember <laughs> when I was uh, when I was in Russia at SN Pro, and you know I got to taste like different things and uh i fucked myself up my stomach was a complete fucking mess uh all those all, all the supplements were either tasted horrible or just funky so i remember there was one russian company the owner absolutely fucking hated me because they let me try an amino uh product i think it was like some kind of a bca and it goes to me it says um when you try this it was liquid it was liquid. It was like a container, and it had like a you know how they sell in the United States the the carnitine product. It was a carnitine product. Sorry, so like a liquid carnitine, right? So uh, it had like twenty servings or something like that. And he goes to me, says, "This is the best flavor you've ever tried," and it was a pineapple flavor. And honestly, it was the best flavor I have ever tried. Nobody came close. I tried it. And it was like yellow. It looked after I opened it, it looked yellow, exactly like pineapple. It tasted like pineapple. It was absolutely amazing. Two, three days later, 
the pineapple the fucking ch changed color instead of yellow it looked like dirt and it was disgusting so out of like 20 or 30 servings the first one or two were great and then it changed it changed completely after opening it i was like what the fuck is wrong with this so uh they asked me about and he his distributor was a friend of mine he asked me what did you think about it i was like it fucking changed color and taste after two servings so he told the guy and the guy was absolutely pissed with me that i said it but it was true <laughs> there's the astrovia protein powder good old memories free sample now, and bro now if you're gonna go to uh their site then you're gonna see the completely new Ostrovia. They have like a completely different line. It's not a bad Probably. design. It's not. It doesn't look bad. Uh, I mean, does anybody have a like, link to the site? Because I typed in Ostrovia supplements and I didn't get anything. I, I got I stuff about test was boosters. Was Hold on. Has, has anybody had Tim Hortons before? That's Canadian coffee. So they do. They specialize in coffee. Yeah, it's like a Starbucks, but in Canada, and not as good from what I understand. I've never had it, but then so I think opened, Starbucks is overrated. So They opened a, a, a Tim Hortons here in Manchester last week, and I was having a cheat meal. And I was like, you know what? And they had big balloons up, and it was... I wanted to have Pizza Hut, but Tim Hortons, and everyone was lining up, and I was like, fuck it. Let's give this a try. And I didn't know what they were. But much to our conversation before, it was very promoted as Canadian, so I was like, maybe this is... Like the Canadian McDonald's, right? Maybe this is... I never look, I didn't look it up. I should have looked it up. Yeah. But they sold donuts yeah. as if that was kind of their specialty. Mm -hmm. And then they sold pancakes, burgers, fries, everything. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. I have never been so disappointed in a fast food in my entire life. My fat ass is eating a lot of damn calories. <laughs> and you when you, when you when you pay such a like a cheap price you expect they could disappoint but come on it, even yeah. the bad big mac's gonna taste amazing right everything i had and i bought pretty much one of everything i had i bought their hot dog because they sold a hot dog their chicken pieces their beef yeah. burger their chicken burger their pancakes i bought all of it and it was all dry as hell and i didn't understand i thought maybe this if one thing was dry i would have thought maybe someone fucked up yeah. Then I started thinking, maybe Canadians just eat like is this what they like? Did they just like dry meat? Is this you know, did I miss something? Maybe it, maybe I misunderstood. Maybe this is maybe this is kind of what they what they, they do up there. I don't know. I was just curious if anyone had it, but you said they come with a side of maple syrup so you can drizzle it on. <clears throat> Dude, I had some dry shit in my life. Yeah. I'm talking sandy beach dry shit. Right. I eat steamed chicken every fucking day, okay? <laughs> And, 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 and my, that, that, those burgers made my steamed chicken that I just put in the microwave look like the moistest piece of ass in the world. Okay. It was. Now let me ask you, were there a lot of people in a restaurant? It just opened. Oh, it just opened. So, so it opened that day. That was, and they had balloons out the front. I'm not going to fucking say no to balloons. Come on. It's, <laughs> it's red and white balloons. And they had a big archway and they're giving out free mugs. I didn't take a mug cause they were drink coffee, but still. They were giving up free money. You could have you could have taken it and given it to me as a present. Say, here you go, Robert. You could have done. Where the fuck that. am I going to see you? What, what do you? What do you? Mean? At the Apollo seminar in October. You want me to get a free mug and carry it around for what three four months until I see you? I'm <laughs> yeah. probably or, or supply side. We'll be at supply side together. 
That's five months away. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I we will be at the supply side, but no. Okay. I'd rather, you know, I'll, I'll go back and I'll see if they get a free mug and I'll film myself dropping it. And then, and then there you go. <laughs> but you'll pay $600 for shipping for Zoa energy drinks, but you won't carry a free mug that takes up it was, almost it was Mountain Dew, It was Mountain Dew Energy and Zoa. And yeah, because the price that I would, you know how much it is in overage charges when you go to the airport? No. It's ridiculous. Just so you know, it's ridiculous. We were we did we we flew the other weekend, and then there was someone at. Um, am I a coffee lover? No, I don't drink coffee at all. I thought something's we wrong this. with him. He doesn't drink coffee. No, I'm I'm good, I'm good. But no, we were at the airport the other day, and I was flying EasyJet or Ryanair, whichever one it is, whichever mm-hmm. was. They're all cheap airlines, and they make you put your backpack in this little compartment to make sure it's within the certain size. Yeah, the amount of people that were like. An inch over, and then take him to the till. I was like, and this was at the counter by the plane. That was it was whack. But kudos to them. Yeah. Oh, I just got a text message for you, Shane, from Kay. Apparently, she's listening to this. So she said, when you get here, she has a lot of mugs at the at her place. You can give one of them to Robert as a gift. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll buy it. I'll find a mug. Now that you've requested a mug, I'm going to hunt one down. And it's going to say something absolutely stupid on it. I don't know what. World's greatest dad? Yeah. No. Hey, we're going to find find something in Poland because we have like tons of that kind of shit here. Yeah, you're going to get something that I don't even understand. I'm going to be walking around thinking of something good, and it's going to say, this guy's an asshole or something like that. That's probably what Lucas, it's going to say. Lucas is taking every <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Lucas is taking every opportunity to be like, oh, we got something in Poland. Yeah. Just come to Poland, Shane. I haven't booked my flights to Poland, but we're, we're, we haven't booked our next few trips for Europe yet. There you go. All right. Uh, last call from any comments or questions from the peanut gallery. If not, uh, will, uh... There was there was some somebody asked me about the latest formula from Jim Stepani, a pre-workout. Yeah. Uh, I think Shane posted it maybe a week ago or something like that. The pre-GMX. Yeah. yeah, they asked me to discuss it on a podcast. I, I I forgot about it. I thought we talked about that. Like yeah, we talked about that. Like oh, yeah, I, I don't know. was there anything new? Because I, I got a message. It's a new one that you posted. Um, before we get to, I'm pulling that up, uh, Lucas just sent me the link for the new Ostrovit. Uh, Simon requested that we uh, share that real quick, so I'll, I'll show this and then we can uh, no. move to the next one. Oh, we'll damn. How is the, this uh, it? Yeah, that's how it looks now. So, they got the can, you exp- can you explain the difference? Because I know this brand, I've seen this brand before. Yeah, Ostrovit, yeah. What's the diff? Why do they change the spelling? No, no, it was always called this. I think it was always called this, no? No. Back no? in the days, it was Ostrovia. I remember Ostrovit probably for the past, like, 70 years, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because Ostrovia Ostro- Ostro- had only one product. It was only a whey protein concentrate. <laughs> it didn't have anything else. They and, wanted to just separate from that piece of, from that unflavored. Yeah, burning shot. Yeah, and they, they 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 decided they got everything. They seriously got every every product from like functional foods up to like 
standalone supplements and so on. So they are really popular in Poland. And they are they're like they're doing... pretty big, right? Yeah, they're doing a really good job in Poland. Yeah, they've got a yeah. big lineup here. They also have a massive distribution around and around Europe and not only in Europe. So, yeah. Yeah. Prometheus doesn't carry them, of course, no. No, we don't. We don't carry them just because it would be like a conflict of interest because they have their own distribution. So yeah. if we would pick them up, it would be just like you know, we wouldn't be able to sell them in many countries. So that's just like pointless, basically. Okay. But but Prometheus does carry Olymp. Uh, uh, what is it? Olympus? No. What the fuck? Uh, Olymp. Uh, Olymp. Yeah. Olympus. Yeah. Olymp. No. Yeah. no. Well, we don't we don't we don't carry we don't carry olymp as well just because like you know they have also their own uh, strict regulations so they are going with their own like you know policies and so on and olymp is the biggest one in poland right olymp yeah yeah they are like change other facilities so it's massive and they are like growing from year to year basically you know i'm going to so, see yeah. uh, my proteins facility on monday Oh, that'll be cool. That's, that's going to be massive. Cool. They were telling me because we were dry when we drove to Applied Nutrition, we saw like what looked like an Amazon facility on the way, and I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, these guys are here!" So apparently they have quite a few, but the one we're going to—I don't really know what this part is—but they have like a marketing building which is separate from their um, fulfillment and production. But I'm going somewhere that they're touring me for for six hours, I believe, or four hours. Mm. so it'll be interesting yeah okay uh all right yeah i don't know if there's a new pre-workout from jim so maybe no, it's just the same pre maybe the, maybe the person just didn't see us discussing it before i mean i don't know is it that one robbie i yeah uh because this came out in march didn't it yeah it's just oh, two yeah, months this is it this is the one i got yeah so this is yeah we talked about this yeah yeah. Yeah. I don't know like what to discuss. I mean again. It's a more intense version of pre gym. Everything is dosed pretty pretty well. I don't really see the need to put BCAAs in a pre workout, but that's kinda of been one of Jim's hallmarks and so he's still sticking to that. I still think it was pretty cool that because initially I wasn't even sure if this was gonna be sort of a sequel or a replacement. So I like it how they kept this as a alternative. Yeah. Because with the build-up saying it's been eight years and so on, I thought that this was going to replace it, but I thought it was pretty cool for them to offer this as a uh, just, yeah. Yeah, an ultra-premium version. Yeah. The, uh, the TNE in, in his pre-workout, I do understand. I mean, I kind of expected it. But did we talk about, did we talk about Tikrin 25 milligram? I mean, what the fuck is that? yeah i'm surprised we did i didn't doesn't come that we discussed this because this is a huge surprise to me i mean 25 milligram from jim stepani on a t-green i mean there is no way i can find justification for this even if i wanted to this maybe even hits me more than bca yeah the only thing that's weird about t-green i mean they've they've done a study where they put the three of them together so caffeine dynamine and t-cream but the t-cream was dosed at like 50 milligrams and then i think the dynamine was at 100 and caffeine was at 125 or 150 something along those lines so i'd say even like the bottom threshold for t-cream should probably be 50 milligrams because you got to remember t-cream's got that bell curve that inverted u-shape to where you go too low 
it's going to make you feel tired. You go way too high, it's going to make you feel tired. And I think 25 milligrams is kind of in that spot where it, it could make you feel a little tired. Um, but in combination with caffeine and dynamine, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like using it that low. I, I don't it like it seem, that low personally. I don't know if you've seen, you know, how Compound did this thing. Uh, I can't see what you're showing. Let me just hop over. Yeah, the Bright Energy. Yeah, it's their sort of uh, showcase product, I think. They're doing a few others. That is very similar to, it's got 150 caffeine. Mm-hmm. And then the other, but it's in like a blend. So 300, 150 of its caffeine. So then the 150 is left for the dynamine tear cream. Right. It, I wouldn't, I mean, if I really like this and I would think the balance is much similar to that, is it not? Because if this would have a hundred dynamine and maybe 50 tear cream. Yeah. Cause you said it's a 300 milligram blend and 150 yeah. is caffeine. So, and the tea greens are the, was the lesser of the of the ingredients. Yeah, so it's probably 150 caffeine, 100 dynamine, and 50 tea green, which is the same amounts yeah. used in that study that they are using. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if they played off that with this and mm-hmm. just put the tea green a little lower. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, know we reviewed this. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess well, let's speak to that. If you like use a, the chain, give your a recap it's of not, it. It's not like a super high. It's to me. Because I said someone commented on Instagram and I said it was really cool because I reviewed, I tried pre-gym when it came out eight years ago to be able to try this. And I have used pre-gym a little bit since then and, and, and it's the formulas remain the same. You you get kind of what you'd expect, to be honest. It's not as, they, their focus has never been, Jim's focus has never been high stims. He came out with pre-gym when it was concentrated stimulants all but everywhere. Right. And so his goal was never to it was more of that muscle building performance pre-workout not something that's yeah. going to get you high it's just going to keep you performing intensely and the uh pre-gyms at that and the pre-gym mix is just kind of a step up yeah. which i think is needed because obviously the pre-workout category has come many 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 leaps and bounds since the original and he kind of does he kind of it's not necessarily it's a, it's a version that takes that original approach of better performance, better endurance, better stamina, and the pumps are pretty damn good in this. But the energy and focus is very much the same as the original. It might last a little bit longer, um, but it's that performance aspect where I was, every time I used it, I was doing a lot more max sets than I would usually usually throw in another top set, another exercise, and it just kept me going. And that's kind of what you get with these performance pre-workouts that don't rely too much on stims. But it is worth noting that even pre-gym X, they increased a lot of it dosages from the original, but they kept the caffeine amount exactly the same. So it's the same caffeine, which I think further proves the point that he's not really trying to go for a hard-hitting energy. He's focused more on strength, performance, the the muscle building side, hence the aminos, hence the creatine. and But the pumps were impressive. I will say that. That one, that, that, that stood out quite a bit. Oh, yeah. You got betaine, taurine, citrulline, and, and nitrates in there. So Plus the pine bark. So you're kind of getting five different ingredients all contributing towards more uh, But the, like I said, if you, if you are a fan of the original, yeah. then this is, this is kind of... Because there's not many pre-workouts out there that have that balance that pre-gym has. So if you like that... This is a nice extreme or a nice step up. Yeah. 
I always liked his line. I mean, to be honest with you, like I'm maybe not a diehard fan, but I always liked his line. I thought it was exactly what it's supposed to be and exactly you represented him very well. And I thought, you know, I tried uh, two or three of his protein flavors and I liked them all. I thought they were very good as well. And I, I just think that, you know, I think that he knows um, his market and he knows his market very well. And he targets that market and he brings, uh, you know, what he's supposed to do. I mean, I like that he actually stuck to his guns. And uh, nice. that was pretty cool. I, I think, I, you know, I, I think he, he did good. I had a feeling he was going to keep the PCAs. You, yeah, I was hoping he would just, ditch those. See, I just, because it, it would just, because it would just be like if, if a pollen did a, a hooligan that had 300 milligrams of caffeine instead of six, all that's going to say is, okay, so the other ones were wrong, right? Yeah. He's, Jim's not going to do that. And he fully supports it. It's not like he hides his support for the BCAs. He Correct. Talks yeah. about, we've talked about it a lot. So for him to take it out, that would then be like, well, is there something wrong with the BCAs? Right. So I, had, I knew he was going to keep it. Yeah, and I was hoping he was going to keep it because it is very cool to see someone do something that's different, and he's got reason to do it, and he and he, and he highlights that. But mm -hmm. um, I just thought it was cool that he stuck with it. Yeah, and even when people said you're still keeping it in there, just, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> but, 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 but you know what? It's funny because so many critics, uh, critics, uh, experts, critics, uh, idiots had such a huge problem with the bca in a formula they were like hammering him bca 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 uh i i am you know i'm also like part of that crew that thinks that bca is unnecessary when it comes to pre-workouts but you know what you have the the pre-workout keep, keep in mind I'm, I'm not saying supplement industry i'm saying pre-workout industry because it's like an industry on its own right now yeah so massive but the pre-workout industry is so fucking huge and why would you have a problem i'm saying it's not necessary but i don't have a problem with bcas in the pre-workout because essentially it doesn't harm the product it doesn't do anything negative it's not going to take away from productivity it's not going to take away from pump uh, energy focus the main the main concepts of uh, of pre-workout and what it's supposed to be while at the same time you have so many pre-workouts on the market having so much crap in them that literally should not be in them or lacking things that they should have in their pre-workouts. And that is not discussed. So we're discussing the most is flavor and um, that's about and how beautiful the container is. And then everybody, the experts, specifically industry experts, everybody started hammering on BCAs in Jim Stepani. And I understand Jim Stepani is not the most liked person in the industry. A lot of it stems from pure jealousy, let's be honest, because the guy is absolutely killing it. I'm not a big fan of Jim Stepani myself, but I am uh, honest enough to recognize that the guy is super successful. I mean, he's absolutely killing it and laughing all the way to the bank. He's he's doing phenomenal and his products for most part are probably among the better ones on the market that's also that's true you know so um it's a it's it's a good product bcas yeah unnecessary but also i'll get on that like shane said he stuck to his fucking guns and he kept it in there good for him yeah 
The, the one thing I would say is there, there's a little bit, there's, a, I think, two animal studies I know for sure that have shown that oral branch chain amino acid intake reduces uh, tyrosine and catecholamine synthesis in the brain. Again, that's in rats. So you could make the plausible connection that it's inhibiting dopamine and the tyrosine. So it's competing in that pre-workout. We, we, we are gym rats. So exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. but that's, again, that's an animal study. So to, what, how, how much credence and credibility do you put on that one study yeah. versus the other? So you can, you can come at it both ways, eh, whatever. So, um, all right, last thing. And then I have to, uh, jet, unfortunately, gentlemen, we're going to meet some, uh, people out, uh, you gotta, you gotta, go up the halfling in about shit. 10 minutes. You gotta take a shit. No, we were going to, uh, it's okay. we're going to a, uh, a brewery called front yard brewing, which is nice. Damn. It's got a wine place on one side. It's got a brewery on this side. It's got a pizza truck and a burger truck right in the middle. Dude, food truck. I don't get, I'd ask every time you go to these places with, with drinks and stuff. Yeah. Do they do they all do they just all serve pizza truck? Is, is, is this the same pizza truck? Does he just drive to the, every place that you're at? Or no, it's a different it's truck? a different little place each time. Sometimes it's the place they only have their own like food truck that their employees. Yeah, but do they Sometimes all they have, contract with some like, of the local pizza truck? Is that like the thing that they bring in? It's like we need some food. Get, get a pizza truck. Yeah, it's, it's like a pizza food truck, a burger one. Sometimes they'll have a barbecue food truck or a taco food truck. It's one of those four. I can usually. say I've never seen like a like a pizza truck, dedicated pizza truck in my life. If you come to Austin, Shane, you go to one of these distilleries with me. I will. Uh, I'll take you to the, I the famous I pizza truck. Drink. I'm not going to go. This they so, have non-alcoholic stuff. They have water. So, so Shane, you go to an alcoholic place to drink non-alcoholic. Shane, <laughs> next time you come to, she drinks water. Ne- next time you come to New Jersey, you're taking a drive to see Robert in Austin, Texas. That far. <laughs> you have to check out the pizza truck. You got it. It's world famous. I'm pizza pretty sure we'll pass a fucking thousand pizza trucks on the way. <laughs> But First it's not a see. It's like, oh, that job done. We'll get back. But it's not Austin, Texas. Exactly. It's not yeah. even this. It's, it's even pointless because they're bringing the truck in. So it's not even their specialty. They're just finding <laughs> someone who can randomly do a pizza and just bring. And it's not. Don't get me wrong. It's probably great pizza, but surely you can't make pizza as good in a fucking truck than you could in an actual kitchen, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. Depends on the, what quality oven they got in there. You don't know. I, I mean, if we're if we're hedging, if I'm going off my gut, like, I can't imagine a truck's going to make a pizza as good as the three dudes at Domino's who just throw it down the line. Do you think the three dudes at Domino's have any craft or artisanal experience in crafting a pizza? No, follow the instructions. They have the ladle that perfectly measures out the cheese and yeah, the sauce. Yeah, but who wrote the instructions? <laughs> Fucking genius is what wrote those instructions. God. And how fast are they going to make my pizza? Like, fucking five minutes. There you go. You can't argue with convenience and speed in Shane's world. You can't. Good things don't take time in the food world, okay? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's just leave it at that. Okay? Okay. Actually, <laughs> for... uh, uh, taking shots during the 100th episodes is not a bad idea. It's just the only problem is Shane is not drinking and neither am I. <laughs> yeah, I'm drunk. Something special for the 100th. I don't know. That's next week. We had to figure out something. When's the... Oh, fuck. Next week's the 100th? It is. Okay. <laughs> I should be there. there Just so you know, I'm going to be in Cyprus. Okay. I'll be in New no, Orleans, I'm, so that works. I'm an hour ahead of Lucas. <laughs> I'm going to be in Virginia. Shit. Okay. All right, well, it'll be fun. Because you're, you're one ahead of me, right, Lucas? Yeah. Yeah, Cyprus is two, so. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out something. 
And if not, we'll do it for 101 when we're all back in our normal spots. We'll make it special. Um, thank you all for tuning in, as always. We appreciate it. You got a comment, suggestion, uh, gripe for a future Has episode? Been on? Make sure to post in the comment section or hit one of us at our preferred points of contact. Make sure to turn on notifications and sign up for the Stack 3D newsletter. He's coming. Just give him time. He's coming. And leave a review for Shane's uh, podcast. Uh, and your, your boy's not here today to back you up. Shane. He, I looked at the comments. He's not even. He wasn't even. He's not even there. He's not even hanging out today. He's in Cyprus. Yeah. The fuck are you doing, Shreda? <laughs> He's hiking on a mountain. Um, and if you're looking for a big, fat, sweet <laughs> discount, use code FINALSCOOP at apopnutrition.com. Uh, and if you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all that happy horse shit. Slow it down. And we will Slow it catch down. you all He's on the final you know what? Uh, he's done a pretty. He's done pretty good for the for the ninety nine hey, episodes. Like, and subscribe to Stack Three D. Yes. See you oh, all. Shady is almost heartbroken. Like I can. I'll let this one go. I'll let this one. Like I got one fucking fan on here, okay? And I and I appreciate when he shows up. He probably.